Hello, and welcome to the My Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Gabrielle Genter, and I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling, to discovering myself through the help of energy healers, shamanic practices, grounding in nature, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. This is a journey of being stripped raw to the place of knowing no thing, as it is there we are able to open our hearts to everything and create a new existence on Mother Earth. My hope is to demystify the process of becoming one with your higher self and sharing your light from that place, and I want to bring you along for the ride. Hi everyone, welcome back. I am excited and nervous to have this conversation with you all today, so bear with me. Um, I have, <laughs> throughout this process of doing this podcast, I always have shared my journey of learning, right? And and the deep feeling and the deep knowings that come through. And I have always shared them through the perspective of my existence and my life to give examples of how that energy can be expressed or is being expressed in my my hologram or my experience, my my perspective. And um something has shifted in me where it feels like now is a time that I'm able to go deeper. And I I have throughout the, the, the time of my beginning of this journey <laughs> had depths, like I've had, you know, things bring me to the depths of my soul. And I've shared a lot of that with you guys. And I've always been on this like journey of <clears throat> I'm just sharing my reality, but I'm not a teacher. And there have been more insights and and downloads that have come that I've held back from sharing because I like number 1 it takes me time to digest and understand them in a fuller richer way versus just receiving a download and understanding a, a new perspective it's also a uh, a waiting for my material cells to absorb what that message is to where it becomes truth right so it's it's i would call it like a discerning process and and then even if i have discerned it to the point where i feel it as truth or i feel it as my reality that doesn't mean that everybody that listens to this story of the leap of faith is also at that point of um, opening that they can also digest what I'm experiencing. <laughs> so in saying that, I have reserved myself from sharing the more uh, things that are, they're not even outlandish, but but the things that make me a little bit 
Okay, I'm going to explain it like this. You guys know I want to become a teacher and I have a, a structure, but as with everything with energy, there is a time to move that forward. And you can have this masculine energy of a push and a like, okay, this is where I see myself going and this is how I see it laid, laid out or planned out. But until you receive the the knowing that now is the time, there's no point in, in pushing it forward because the actual message won't be heard. <laughs> and when you work with energy to, and, and I know we all are doing this in our own ways. So I, I don't want to refer to this as just me, but when you become in flow with life, you, you feel the cycles of it and you know, when time is not ready to reveal certain things. So, um, I have gotten the go ahead that I can share some deeper insights that, um, are ready to be shared. So first I want to talk about <clears throat> how you guys have found yourselves to this channel and this, this teaching. <sighs> Every one of us come in with a way of sharing a light code, okay? Now, I wrote down some things like it can be through hearing, it can, this is how light codes are shared. It can be through listening. It can be through a visual, like a art or a movie. It can be through sound, like music or harmony or singing. It can be through movement, which would be like dancing and um, like a ritual. I'm, I'm feeling like tribal dancing and even people that are able to move light language through their body. It's all light that's being expressed in this material plane coming through in our own unique ways. Now, I've known for a long time that my light codes are being expressed most clearly through my voice. And I know this because it's been reflected back to me. Most people that are here speak about how my voice is has a resonance with them. So in saying that, I know that in, I've chosen this medium as a way to express my light codes to whoever is ready to hear them. And I'm bringing this up because when you are in full embodiment of those codes, those downloads, those messages, however they're moving through your body, you are then a beacon. You become like a like a satellite dish beacon that you're you're like like putting out the pulse of your light of your light essentially. <laughs> so when you are doing that, what the exchanges and what what happens when one of us on, on I'm gonna say one of you on on that side of the equation hears that beacon and is drawn to the source of that beacon, it's because there is an initiation or an activation that that beacon, that that radio signal is going to share with you. Now think about our lives, like we are constantly using all of our senses to be activated. And that can be both in light or in denser energies. It's, it goes across the whole board, the whole spectrum. So 
when I'm speaking to you, I am trying to bring as much light consciousness to you in mostly, and I like, I'm thinking back on how I do it now consciously, I'm thinking about it. Mostly it's through emotion and it's through um, vulnerability. It's through putting down my walls and sharing the most intimate sides of myself. And that to me has become, at least at this point in my journey, how I feel the most resonance to share my codes that I'm here to bring. Now, <laughs> the reason that this conversation is like the, the prequel to what I want to talk about is because I want to give a disclaimer that when we tune into anyone's codes, whether it be the media, the news, a spiritual person, a teacher, a religious leader, any any kind of code that you're receiving, and I've talked about this before, is the discernment to feel into the body and what does it, it bring up in your body? Because that will be a clear indicator of if it is reigniting your DNA to remember that resonance in your own body, or it like for me, if there isn't a resonance, there's like, um, well, what will happen typically for me is that my mind starts squirreling onto other things. Like I start thinking of other things. I'll grab my phone and do two things at once. There's not a resonance. There's not a, like a full, uh, absorption of that code, let's say. So when I am, am sharing, um, anything really, it's an invitation to be initiated and to be activated in that remembrance. Now, sometimes when someone presents new material to you that you haven't digested before, it can feel like I don't I don't I don't believe that. I don't resonate with that, but I still feel like a draw to this let's say YouTube channel. What is happening there is that <clears throat> It's like the first initial shock of that remembering makes you feel like a little bit assaulted because you're like, I don't, I don't know that for me. You know, I don't, I don't hold that as my truth, but what's happening is it's a, like, if you think about lighting a candle, it's that initial spark of the lighter that's jarring you. And the, what's why it feels uncomfortable <laughs> is that your vibration isn't yet there in resonance to receive fully that that flame. But that spark feels like intense, right? And what's happening there is it's just igniting that memory in your DNA to accept what's now coming down the pipeline and what you're now ready to receive. Now, for me personally, this has come through in teachers. At first, I'll be like, um, this doesn't resonate at all. And then I'll go back, like, let's say months later and try to regroup and, and reabsorb. And it's like right on. So sometimes that initial initiation, it's not, it, it, even though it's time because it's come into your field, it needs landing. Like how I was saying that when I get messages or downloads, it takes time for me to discern them in my body. Because the whole point is that if we keep these messages 
up in the ether or in our higher chakras, we aren't grounding it here on this planet. So when you feel that kind of uncomfortableness of this is new information for me, I I just encourage everybody to sit with that and understand that it is an it is an activation and an initiation into something that you were already <laughs> you've already planted this moment in your timeline to come back to to be open to something that is new information possibly. So when you when people talk about activating you or initiating you, what's happening on a timeline level is that I'm starting to bring seeds into your own consciousness to bring you up to a higher timeline. And we are doing this constantly. So I, throughout the week of my wedding, I had some of my very closest people in my life here. And this message came to me that, because we had many days before the wedding that we were able to just visit and, you know, hang out. And what happened is that I had this feeling that having that, that time, space, days or moments was just an opportunity for for both me to initiate them and activate them in what my life is now about and also vice versa. So for example, one of Richard's sisters was visiting and I think like maybe two days in, she wanted to go to a crystal store <laughs> and I knew, okay, she's she's feeling me. She she already can is picking up on my vibration. Now she's a much younger soul or or not younger soul. She's a younger person than I am. And, um, she, I believe as all younger generations, they come in with codes that are already way more open than our own, than my generation. And it didn't surprise me that she was the first to open up to it. Right. And then by the end of their trip here, she was here with her boyfriend. I, um, he, he was just so lovely as well. And I ended up giving him my, um, Moldavite incense because between the two of them, I just was already feeling the opening to what I was sharing. So that's just one example of an activation. But as I said, we're constantly getting those activations from everything. So like, think about the news and media and how people will take in information and just regurgitate it. Like you can tell they believe it as truth and then they just regurgitate and bring that forward into the world. And that's becomes their perception and their reality in their matrix of life. So activation comes, like I said, in every form, not just in higher vibrations, but also in the matrix and in, and really every walk of life. So I'm sharing this with you because I am taking this next leap of faith into myself and, um, going to share with you how I believe that our planet and how we are going to be ascending. Now, before I share that, I want you guys to know that this is just my perspective. Something that really like feels like some, like a sandpaper on my whole system is when someone speaks their truth as the truth, as like the ships are coming <laughs> and we need to get on those ships that doesn't resonate with me. And 
It never has. And it doesn't matter, right? It's it. I just tune it out and it's not my, my vibration. However, there are a lot of people that will take stock into someone else's reality and take it as their truth. So as I share this with you, I just want you to know this is my perspective. This is what I have felt. This is what I've seen. This is how I feel that it's going to go down as far as I know at this point. And I... I think it's all beautiful and I there's no fear in any of it, but I I feel like it's time to share it and I hope that you guys are able to receive it and as I said, just sit with it. Whatever comes up for you, just sit with it and see how you feel into it because ultimately it's that initial spark that is trying to initiate you into a different timeline and opening up your consciousness to something different than what you already are currently aware of. Okay, (laughs) so first I want to say that this information came to me, I believe, back in August, and um, it was like a, a many sequences of events that trickled in over a couple week period and um, ultimately brought me what I now feel is happening. So I have had, I w- actually I'm going to say it basically has always been in, in my life, this feeling of that I am here to do something. And I think that most of us carry that feeling, you know, there th- even the quest of spirituality, the reason that it even ignites in your system is because you know that there's something more than what this life presents. And I remember knowing as a child that there was some reason that I was here because I remember sitting in my room at one point in my life where I could leave. I don't know why, but I felt like if I wanted to at that moment, I could leave. But then what came over me was this sense of, but no, because there's so much here to do and learn and grow with and change. And I, I, it's a, a memory that's like a, I, I mean, I had to have been maybe 10, but I had this knowing that there was a purpose of why I was here. Now, I don't know, and I didn't obviously know what that meant, but I, it was such a vivid memory in my childhood that I always kept it like, you know, there. And I was curious about it. And the bigger, I would say the bigger drive of probably everyone that is on this kind of quest in their own inner interior inner self is trying to bring through that I guess, contract or that knowing that you're here for something more than just, you know, finding the love of your life and and the job of your dreams and the children and the home and all of that is what the matrix is. And if you feel like that isn't enough, that means that you're here to do more. (laughs) So that feeling is, I believe, what causes that angst, which then leads to the dark night, which then blooms you forward into knowing that there's more. And, you know, I've gone through those stages and I think those stages 
are constantly a, a circle, right? So we're constantly going to be going back over them because there's deeper levels that we're here to get to. But ultimately, um, when, okay, the first, <laughs> I'm just going to get to it. The, the first inclination that I had of what we actually are as vessels here is I was reading into a friend of mine and her energy came in like, uh, I called it a blender. It looked like the, the blades of a blender, uh, like, uh, that are, you know, going around and around and they're able to catch that the, let's say the smoothie food to blend it up, but it, it has reach. Like those blades are out and they're, they're rotating in a spin. And I was explaining that to her. And that was like the first trickle of me understanding that the energy was coming from the ethers through her body and then pushing out into the the planet. And then, um, I, from there, like, uh, within a, a week or two, I just kept getting more information. And then as I was like creating the, the program that I was working on, I started like knowing that there were certain topics that would be more for advanced learning. And it was these energies that kept coming through to me were like this, um, tornado energy, this, uh, I don't know how else to describe it. Like, <laughs> I think I called it, I've called it like a hurricane. Like it's this spiral, this spiral of energy that's coming down into the planet. And I, I called it the avatar and I didn't understand what that meant. And then I had a, um, a past life regression, which helped me understand it in a more conscious way. Um, because I, that was one of my questions is why do I keep feeling avatar? What, what is this behind an avatar? And in that regression, I found that, um, we're not avatars are like the Jesus Christ or the Buddha or the energies that incarnated into this planet in physical form as a soul avatar. But at this time in our planet, we have, avatar energies that are moving through vessels into the planet to help its evolution. And there is this number of 144,000 um, that has come up throughout history. I know it's in the Bible. I know spiritual people talk about it. And I know that it's these supposed chosen ones. But the way it's been shown to me is it's not like how we in this dimension have like it's so black or white good or bad you know and you you try to put these 144,000 people on this pedestal of bringing forward the new planet but the way that it is shown to me is it's just energy that has like let's say you've you've embodied a vessel that is capable to open up the chakras enough to allow that energy to move through the chakra system so what an avatar is, is this energy that is pulling from the ethers and the higher dimensions that all through your, your monad to your oversoul, to your soul, then down through your crown and down through the body and then into the earth. Now, if we go back, I mean, I think it's over a year ago, I talked about um, activating the diamond light matrix, which is was planting the crystal in the earth and meditating on that crystal. Well, the reason that was is that 
it literally is anchoring that energy through your vessel into the earth and clarifying it before it hits Mother Earth. So (laughs) what this looks like is, you know, if you've ever seen like those old um, oil oil mines or uh, I don't oil towers where it's um, it literally is a vortex of energy going into the earth, like like a funnel into the earth. And um, the way it was shown to me is that these 144,000 people are those ports. Uh, they look like ports of, uh, of open, like cyclonic energy that is moving through that vessel into the, the earth and anchoring into the earth's grid. Now, um, <laughs> this energy is happening. You know, there's obviously many, many people that are doing it. Some, some people are doing it consciously. Others are doing it unconsciously. But it doesn't matter because the point is, is that you agreed to embody this energy in this incarnation. So like sometimes people will say to um, light carriers, you don't need to do anything. You just need to be you. Well, the reason people say that is because literally light is emanating out of every pore of your body by just being on this planet. Because why? You're pulling that avatar energy through your your uh, vortex through your body and down into the earth. So what happens is that then your reach of that light is just pushing all around you. And when people come into your sphere, they can't help but be activated. You don't even always have to say anything, right? Like it just is. It's just this, uh, it either makes people really uncomfortable or it makes them enveloped in you and they want to be around you as much as possible. So the way that I it was shown is that there are, it looks like uh, this sphere, the earth, and then it had all of these vortexes, like it, what, what brought to mind when I saw it was that what the picture of the coronavirus actually, and I'll put up on the screen what this looks like, but it's like these little points off of a sphere. And that's what it looked like. The the people uh, on the globe are literally those those almost like um, acupuncture points, and they're all spread out all over the world, anchoring their energy from the avatar down through their bodies into the planet. And then they said, because I was like, well, when is this going to happen? And of course, <laughs> us in, in, in this reality, we have a timeline. But in truth, Time doesn't exist, so it's happening now. It is our, It is what it is, but they said that we create our own timeline in our own reality. So, for example, there have to be 144,000 people ready to receive that energy and anchor it into the planet. And what that means is that nothing will happen until we we as a collective are ready for it to happen. There needs to be uh, like a ratio of light to what we currently have to 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 like activate that ascension. So basically, when people say that there's going to be this huge solar flare and it's going to, you know, obliterate or or, you know, separate the earth. What I feel is that when that every anchor is connected to the grid it will be an evolution that happens. To me, it feels like a a peaceful evolution because ultimately 
even if it's unconscious, we know that this change is already happening. And when we hit that point where all of those, uh, all 144,000 anchors are connected and, and allowing that energy to move through their vessels, it will feel like, <laughs> this is how it feels. It feels like, <gasps> and then it's like, yes, like it's a huge inhale of the cleanest, purest light source energy that you have ever experienced. So it's not a, like when we think of a flash, like it's going to be terrible. No, it's going to be an, an inhale of who you are and then exhale into uh, a new experience. And now, I also believe that, and I have said this before, I'm already living in the la a land that is in the fifth dimension. Now, I've talked about how it's already in a basin, or like uh, we figured out that we're actually seven stories below the actual street level. So we are down into a valley. And in that, I'm surrounded by nature. And in that, I've created this, or not I, <laughs> I found my, I have found myself living in a crater, essentially, a, a valley, a crater that is, if you think about it, pulling that vortex energy, funneling it through the earth down to a, a tinier point or a very specific point in this planet or in this, yeah, planet. Also, my address and this is just a, a little wink from the universe, is uh, 1444. And I knew, like when I saw that number, it was more about the 444 that I knew we were home because to me that's angelic. It's like this resonance of knowing that we, it's, it's mm, I'm surrounded by love. And now I know that it was, it it is a... I don't know. It's a, I guess it's a synchronicity. Let's just call it that. But it's also a responsibility because now that I understand what what's happening and why we are here, why everybody that is embodying their light has this desire to share that. Like it is beyond human, this desire to like throw yourself out there and just activate or initiate as many people as possible that are of your vibration that's what happens once you embody that those codes which i said it can be through your voice it can be through a visual you could be an artist it could be through sound and and your voice of music or your rhythm and the way you play instruments or the movements that your body does all of those ways are how you're anchoring your light. So when you get that impulse to uh, give to yourself and do self-care so that that light can be anchored, that's what's happening. They're trying to say, this is how you're here to bring it through. Are you ready to open to your vortex? Are you ready to open to the avatar? Are you ready to really allow that energy to move through you? Because essentially, look, I mean, I in our in our um, energy circle the other day, one of our uh, one of the members and one of my sisters 
she embodies movement and she has gotten synchronicities telling her she needs to move her body. She needs to dance. And she, but yet she's letting her, or at this point, she has let her external world dictate and take that piece of her away or put it on a shelf. And so this is why I'm saying this, um, ascension isn't going to happen without us all being ready for it too. So you have people that are fully blown open and just funneling that energy, right? And then you have those that are like, they've gotten inklings, they know what they're here to do, they're, they've stepped their toes in it, but they aren't ready to jump. And because we have this spectrum of all, you know, people at all different rungs of the ladder, it won't happen until we choose that we as a collective are ready for it to happen. So, um, to me, this feels like the most organic and natural way for our star beings to work on this planet in an organic way. No one's forcing anything to happen. It's not something that's going to shock us. It's something that we as a collective knew we were coming to do, but nothing evolves without everybody evolving at the same time. So what I feel about this is it gives me peace. It makes me know that putting out messages like this are just, again, an activation into yourself for you to find that light code that you're here to embody and just start playing with it. Because that's the other thing is that our minds and our egos want to make it something that has to be difficult or that is, you have to stress about it or am I good enough or will they think I'm crazy All of that is the adult ego where the child would just go out and do it and play with it. And it doesn't matter. It's like this this crazy flush of energy that just wants to move through you. And and in a way, it's letting go of the attachment to it, right? Like that's why when I talk, I'm able to share the most intimate details of my life in a way that I don't have attachment to it because it's not me sharing. And I know that sounds, you know, like what? And this is why I said last week in that show, the OA, they showed it as a movement. That's just one example. It's allowing it to move through you for something that is much bigger than we as humans could ever do on our own. And understanding that if you are here to be one of those 144,000 people, just breathe, (laughs) just breathe. Don't get ahead of the process. Like I know I'm in the process. I don't know what's going to happen. I the the deeper I get into the <clears throat> the movement, the more that is revealed because my resonance and my ego has set down the the I need to have this proven. I need to have this backed up. It's like my ego has opened up enough to receive this message, right? And to like embody and now share something that someone that is needing the the proof wouldn't be able to. And, you know, that's perfect too. But at this point, 
I just want you guys to open your hearts and open. And when I even say that, I mean, open your heart to yourself. And ultimately, okay, this is another thing that they showed me. In the chakra systems, they're all spinning. And I know that we've talked about like, um, or people say that chakras can be blocked. They're not blocked. What it is, is there's this, um, I ca I've called it peanut butter. It's like a sticky substance. Um, I've heard other people refer to it as a clay. The chakras get this like gooey, uh, sticky energy that's clogged in there, but it, the chakra is still spinning. But the problem is that that vortex of avatar energy that wants to move through the system, it's like trickling because those chakras are sticky. They aren't free flowing and moving. So I'm going to share with you guys a book that's called Healing the Chakra Workbook, and I'll put it here so you can see it and I'll link it below. It can start help helping you move through your stickier. And again, you can use your intuition on where you feel as you go through this workbook. You'll understand which are the points that feel sticky because why it's uncomfortable to do the workbook. <laughs> and what ultimately we're trying to do is clear out those sticky cogs in the wheel because once that is cleared, then that energy, that funnel can go through you completely. So then I also asked, how come I don't have to go and meditate on my buried crystal anymore? So on the, let's say, unimportant cycles, I will go to it um, or important days. But in general, I don't need to use that anchor anymore because I've anchored it into our land and the land knows that it's going like what uh, that this is my anchoring point. So remember when I was going to the cliffs and they they told me I can't go there anymore. It's not my point. And remember, I wanted to go there. I felt like I love going to the cliffs. I love seeing the ocean. I love the water. But it was a clear no because they were waiting and waiting for me to figure out and find where my anchor was going to be. Not my because that was a, a public space. It was like, this isn't, this was where you were supposed to cultivate and understand what you were going to do. But now that you've figured that out, we've got to find you an actual basin to anchor in. So now that I am anchored, I don't have to be just on that crystal. So you'll, again, use your intuition with this and feel into it. Don't force anything. Like that's another thing that they're very clear about. Nothing is a forced movement. If you, if your ego is forcing you to get up and meditate every day and, you know, do things that others have said this is how you get there a lot of it is some people and and this is a beautiful thing about all souls we all are, are at different levels of um connection so some people do not need to meditate every day if it feels like it does it's not necessary and you are connected in your everyday movements that's they're telling you that's it like your mind is clear enough to receive outside of your daily life but if you're in your daily life and it's like so bogged down with information and kids and work and that's usually when it is necessary to take that space for yourself so the point is is that to find yourself where you are able to receive this funnel of energy and this vortex of energy 
It's going to be different for every single one of us, but ultimately what they're ready to share is that, and this is how I feel it, is that we are all them. Now, there have been people that I have met that are not them. And this is the most beautiful part is that in the souls that are maybe not one of those anchoring points, they've agreed to be the, it's like what we would call it in this planet would be an assistant, but it's not even that. It's like you're a fractal of yourself that is here to help perfect what you came to do. So for example, my mom, I would say she's not an anchoring point, but yet she gave birth to me and she's in my energy all the time. And she's able to withstand it and be around it and 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 even initiate off of it. And that means like her soul is also on this path of ascension, but she's just not anchoring that energy through her. And literally the vessel itself is just a tool. Like think about the needle that carries the energy through acupuncture. This vessel is just literally the needle. There's no... Um, there's nothing better about a needle than not a needle. <laughs> there, there is no one's better than the other. So um, I want you guys to know that you can have people in your lives that as long as they're able to be in your field, they of course are ascending with you. They're, they're, they wouldn't be able to be even around you. You would make them so uncomfortable to even be in your presence if that was the case. So just take that off the table and allow yourself to just expand your field even more because you don't have a fear of of it not being the people that are around you, you know, like, and then you think like, okay, well, how can I even include more like the my neighbors and strangers at the grocery store? How can I push out my my vortex where I don't even have to have a conversation with the person, but I know that my energy is pushing out enough that I'm pulling them in. And even if it's at the, in the grocery store aisle, you're giving them a dose of you. You're giving them a dose of that energy, which maybe they'll feel like, whoa, that feels weird. But just like that, that initiation spark, at first it will. And then the body starts to digest it and then it starts to feel into it. And then it starts to find that code within the DNA strands that opens up and activates. So <laughs> I, I hope all of this makes sense. And I want to share one other thing, which I forgot to last week. I'm going to share this image of um, the land that we live on. The two days before our wedding, we were all out at the pool. It was a beautiful day. And all of a sudden, the this cloud started coming in. And one of the guests here looked on their phone and they said, oh, it's going to rain in a, in a few minutes. And we're like, what? So we, you know, take everything in. And within five minutes, this like hurricane force winds start coming through and just pounding rain. And all of a sudden, as we're like trying to run and get everybody inside, I see this rainbow go across the, the land. And from our, I'll share two photos. The first one will be um, the picture that we took from our laundry room because we couldn't even go outside the laundry room because the wind was so intense. It was just blowing everything and, um, and it was pouring rain. So we got one picture of this um, rainbow that went over the whole 
the whole land. And then like an hour later on our town's Facebook group, there was a real estate agent that was using a drone to take pictures of a property and it was outside of that sphere of rainbow. And he, the way or he took a picture of it from outside of the chaos and it's the most beautiful bubble of lights that came over this land. And I had never seen anything like this before. And the message that I got about that was that it was literally a clearing and a protection that was put over this space again. And I feel like these are the signs that start to show up without you having to do anything. And sometimes you have to sit with them. And I did have to sit with that for a couple days because then a couple days later, we got another double rainbow going over the property as well. So there is uh, <laughs> there is protection. There is clearing that's happening. And it's for the benefit of the planet. It's beautiful. It's, it's like... Um, when there is stagnant energy that is ready to move through, you're going to have storms, you're going to have hurricanes, you're going to have earthquakes, and it's perfect. It's literally the earth herself adjusting to the, the grid that is changing within her, right? Because the more points that are activated and turned on, it shifts the whole energetic system. So everything shifts. And we're going to see that as we move forward into this ascension, which do I believe it's in our lifetime? I hope so. I hope that I am here to witness it and I am ready for it. But I'm also, as a human, understanding that what we think it takes 10 years is forever, that's a blink of an eye in, in the big picture, right? So I'm trying to not be attached to any timeline and just to be present and doing my job while I'm here. So I hope that this is helpful. And I really want you guys to understand, not just with whatever I'm saying, this is just one perspective of what's happening. And so when I say the energies are intense right now, it's because the shift, there has been more anchoring into the grid and one other thing I want to talk about is there is a term called grid workers. And I asked, are these 144,000 people grid workers? And the answer I got was not necessarily. So grid workers are the people that understand the flow and are able to anchor themselves within these pressure points on the earth. But there will be others that will come and they won't know and they won't understand that. So it's not necessarily that it has to be a grid worker, but it's somebody that understands that they're here for a purpose that's much, much bigger than them. And if you have had that feeling in your heart all along, the chances are that you are one of them. And all I want to say to that is just please open up your heart and share as much light as you can. <laughs>